1: Auttoor eli maailma on paljon enemmän kuin siihen perinteisesti liitetyt lajit ja aktiviteetit. Se pitää sisällään myös erilaiset yhteiset ja vannoutuneet ulkoilma ihmiset, jotka vaikuttavat ja kehittävät alaa ala-yritysten tai ja tuotteiden kautta. Aiemmissa
2: jaksoissa olenne tutustuneet ruotsalaisiin auttooralan startupteihin. Seuraavaksi
1: suuntaamme katseen Itämeren yli ja selvitämme, mitä Suomen auttoormailmassa tapahtuu. Tämä on Haski-podcast. Tervetuloa mukaan!
3: Outdoor-världen enligt mig är ju så mycket mer än de klassiska aktiviteterna. Den består också av eldsjälar som vill förmedla något i form av ett företag eller en produkt. Efter att ha kartlagt svenska outdoor-entreprenörer i två tidigare avsnitt så är det dags att titta lite på andra sidan av Östersjön. Vad händer egentligen i Finland? Jag heter Magnus Ormestal och det här är avsnitt 245 av podcasten Husky. Podcasten Husky spelas in i samarbete med Naturkompaniet. Den här finska spaningen kommer att vara uppdelad på två olika avsnitt och du lyssnar just nu på den första delen. I det här avsnittet kommer jag att prata med Tony Tervile från Formal Friday och Jukka Lehtinen från Tarvas Footwear. Intervjuerna är på engelska. Mer information om företagen och andra länkar finns som vanligt på huskypodcast.com. Ett extra tack till Märja Bergvall på Arctic Guides för lite finsk specialhjälp med introt. Husky finns även på Facebook och Instagram. Först ut är varumärket Formal Friday. First of all, are you familiar with the legend of a blues guitarist named Robert Johnson?
2: I must say that I am
3: not familiar with him. Okay, so he was one of the pioneers, early 20th century. And legend has it that he sold his soul to the devil at a local crossroad so he could be the best guitarist in the world. Is it true that you have sold your soul to the devil to make the best damn t-shirt ever?
2: (laughs) 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 Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, What would I say? Let's say that we are pretty committed in developing the best t-shirt in the world, so... Although we have kind of a whatever it takes attitude, I'm not sure. You still haven't.
3: You still you haven't yeah, sold I'm not your show. Sure we
2: have <laughs> talked with the devil yet. So ask me again in a couple of years, and let's see where we are.
3: <laughs> um, you are the the founder of a brand called Formal Friday. That's one of the founders, actually. Uh, one of the founders, okay. So tell us about the name, Formal Friday.
2: Yeah, so we are actually five guys who founded the company. And uh, it was already back in 2015 when we launched our first products to the market. And back then we had a quite a different product portfolio than to, than today. And although Merino wool as a fabric, was already back then really at the core of the brand. Uh, we used to do all, ga- all kinds of garments, such as suit- suits and shirts and trousers and underwear and socks and coats. And, it, it, that, uh,
3: and that was all under the name Formal yes, Friday? under the name of Formal okay. Friday.
2: And the name is actually kind of a wordplay from, from the term Casual Friday. Uh, meaning that that you can actually look sharp while wearing at the same time extremely comfortable clothing. So that's Mm. where the name comes from. And uh, although we are nowadays specialized in only one product category, which is the Merino t-shirt, we decided to keep the name just to remind us uh, from our past. And it's, a you know, we have already somewhat large fan base in Finland. So it might be confusing to change the name. But of course, yeah, the formal uh, Friday name, you know, it has a meaning in itself. So it might make you think of different kinds of clothing than T-shirts. But anyway, we decided to stick with the name and, and uh, go with
3: that. Because, I mean, it's not a typical uh, like outdoor name. Yeah, it's, it's
2: very <laughs> atypical <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah. And that—that's because we we used to make all kinds of garments. Mm.
3: Uh, so you, at the moment, you're like a uh, a one product brand. Yeah, that's right. You have you have this T-shirt in many uh, in many uh, like variations. Not in many variations, but but uh, male, female, and different colors. Yeah, and many different sizes, <laughs> like seven
2: different sizes. Uh, most of the body types, not of course all of them, but
3: but most. Um, so, so, how would the like the so called elevator pitch for for the for the brand for the for the one product brand?
2: Yeah, I would say that our, our goal is actually quite simply to engineer a T-shirt to any activity in our customers' lives and at the same time eliminating uh, at least one clothing related decision each morning uh, and essentially giving them more time to focus on, on other things that are maybe more important in life than deciding what to wear. So if you would have if you would have to live your whole life with only one T-shirt, we want to create that T-shirt that fits mm-hmm. into every and any activity in
3: your life. Um, so I've been I've been fortunate enough to uh, uh, try your this T-shirt out, and and uh, today I kind of put the T-shirt to the test. Uh, I got up at seven o'clock and by 7 30 ish i jumped on the bike and i biked into town like 30 30 kilometers into town and then i did some interviews and then i biked back Uh, and it was fantastic beautiful morning maybe 14 15 degrees and it was foggy and very humid Uh, but i only had the t-shirt on because you know i got warm and sweaty sweaty and so on but then when i came into town I was meeting with two people that I've never met before. And I went home, like to their home and, 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 uh, have to make an impression, make an impression and make a an interview. So, and, and I'm guessing here that this is like, uh, a, a possible dream scenario for you to, to kind of, uh, uh talk someone into getting this t-shirt because it's, it's fine marina wool, so you know it doesn't get sticky. Doesn't get like, uh, I mean, I felt fresh as I got off the bike, even though I had been biking for like hour and a half or something. Um, and I must say that this T-shirt is, it's, you've done. I mean, that's why I asked you about selling your your soul to the devil because it is once you, once you put this, like once you put this T-shirt on, it it makes you feel. It makes you feel damn handsome. <laughs> <laughs> it fits, it fits really well, and it's like it's got a like. I wrote you, uh, I, I wrote you this in an in email that it's got. It, I mean, the fab fabric, the merino wool, it's very. Uh, now correct me if I'm wrong, but it's very dense, yes. right? Like it's like the same density as suits for instance like fine suits and you can tell the t-shirt it weighs a bit more than the average merino t-shirt I'm um, i'm guessing here and it's got like a it's got a kind of a shine to it so it it's it's it gives me kind of the same feeling as if i would wear wear like a suit or something so you know it makes me feel dressed up so i'm 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 really i'm i'm, I'm you know I am pitching this T-shirt now, I can, I can tell. But I mean, it's a, uh, I, I, I really want to, to let you know that you've made a, a very good product. It's <laughs> extremely nice to hear from you. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, it's, uh, w- one thing with this T-shirt is that it's, it's not the, the, the cheapest T-shirt I have. It's got kind of a hefty price tag. How, how do you uh, how do you convince people even though it's got a hefty price tag?
2: Yeah, that's a good question and that's that's a question that I'm asking myself every you, you, morning. You, <laughs> and, you, and and I'm guessing that you often hear yeah, it. yeah, naturally. And yeah, but our t-shirt t-shirt costs 119 euros which is roughly 1000 250 Swedish kronos, if, yeah. if I'm right, which is definitely on mm-hmm. the more expensive side of the total <laughs> Marino t-shirt market. But when we started the company, we naturally had to think about our competitive advantages as a company. And as a small company, we quite soon realized uh, that we can never compete with the price, with the big boys. So we decided to do the total opposite, uh, which is is to develop a T-shirt with absolutely no compromises, whatever it costs. And that's why the price is also quite high. Because when we go to... So for example, when we source the fabric, unlike many other brands who are asking the price as the first or second or third question we don't ask the price we we ask for samples we try them out ourselves we try to find the best one and then we think can we actually sell this so that's that's our mentality uh, but with the price with the with the quite hefty price tag also comes you know added durability the luxurious feel that you just described and also uh, very sustainable business practices so it's not only air, what you see on the price. And even though, so if we go for example, if we talk about the durability, uh, I have only anecdotal evidence at this time, but, but I would say that our, our Merino t-shirt is, is the most durable Merino t-shirt on the market. When we're talking about 100% Merino t-shirts. Of course, if you have a nylon or polyester mix, You can have very durable products, but, you know, it's always a trade-off. So Mm -hmm. the price is high, but the product is amazing. And we feel that this is the only way that we can survive as a company. And this is the only way that we can actually make a difference in our customers' lives. So, but it's... But to the original question, how to how to like convince the customer, it's 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 of course it's quite hard, especially online, when the customer cannot actually touch the fabric, they cannot try it on. But it's the, the, the question is much easier to answer when you are physically in contact with the customer and they can actually feel the fabric, they can actually feel the shirt, how it feels on their skin. Yeah. So that's why we have actually noticed that quite often the first product is bought from a physical retail store. And only yeah. then they come back to us <laughs> online when
3: they already know that the that quality is there. Um, this is the type of product that if I try it on in the store, my first thought after trying it on is why the hell did I try it on? <laughs> because <laughs> after after trying this on, it like I will compare every other t-shirt any other t-shirt i will compare it to this one uh and this is a damn fine (laughs) t-shirt
2: and we're talking about also the weight uh and and you're absolutely right that that our our t-shirt weighs a little bit more than than your typical merino base layer and that is due to the fact that we we want to design the product for everyday use and we want so we want the t-shirt to have some volume so to, so that it it look like it would look like a product that is not sportswear mm. and that's why we have decided to also add some weight which is uh, i would say that it's like 25% more wool than in your most merino t-shirts on the market which also adds a little bit to the the price.
3: Um, now we're gonna we're gonna zoom out a bit and kind of leave the your specific brand for a while. Um, how would you describe describe the typical traditional kind of Finnish outdoor life? If you know what I mean? I mean in 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 Sweden we talk about friluftsliv. The Swedish friluftsliv like uh, uh for many people growing up in Sweden it's like it's really part of like school and everything like you go out hiking and you go out and drink warm chocolate and skiing in the winter time it's very deeply rooted in the in the Swedish way of living yeah. uh, and i'm I'm guessing of course i mean Finland and Sweden is very are it's very so similar so i I'm guessing it's the same thing here, but what are your thoughts on the uh, on the importance of the outdoor life in finland
2: uh, yeah well, I think that that Finland as a country is actually one of the most sparsely populated countries in europe so so nature and being outdoors is is like very familiar to us. And similarly to maybe Swedish people, uh, hiking, cross country skiing, hunting, fishing are quite like typical outdoor activities here and and very important part of every young man's or woman's life, I would say. And then also, I don't know if you have in Sweden this uh, term called every man's right, which basically means the
3: freedom. Yeah, the right to roam. Freedom to explore
2: the nature. Freedom to roam, yeah. Collect natural products such mm-hmm. as wild berries or mushrooms or whatever. So that is mm-hmm. also, I, I would say that that is
3: super important to the Finnish people. As a society, like the like nature and the outdoors belongs to everyone. <laughs> yeah, sort of exactly, thing, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, how how would you describe kind of the uh, m- more contemporary and, and modern terms? Like, how would you describe the the Finnish outdoor scene when it comes to uh, brands and so on and things happening?
2: Uh, when it comes to brands, uh, I would say that. I would say that actually Finland is more famous for its outdoor brands than they are from, for, for their fashion brands. Mm-hmm. And I think that has to do with the Finnish engineering mentality. So we have always been quite good uh, creating products that work well. Whereas fashion is maybe more like you you are building some kind of image and not the Mm -hmm. product but we have many 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 great outdoor brands such as Halti, to to name one who are who have been around for a long time uh, and are doing amazing products but at the same time i must i must say that when the soviet union crashed in 91 i guess the finnish outdoor uh, and, and clothing industry in general took a major hit because most of our exports were going to the Soviet Union. So we had to uh, actually, wow, actually rebuild the industry. Mm-hmm. We, had to, mm-hmm. we had to make our, let's say, our marketing game a little bit better so that we can actually compete in the European market. But now mm-hmm. the work is paying off and, and, and Finnish outdoor brands are doing quite well. In, in let's say Central Europe, in Germany, Austria, and those
3: countries. Um, in 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 Sweden, at the moment, like it's been going on for I don't know two to three years. Uh, like the whole thing with like reconnecting to nature and and going into the outdoors and hiking and so on. That's very trendy. Um, is that the same for for Finland as well? Yeah, and I,
2: I think that's that's a global phenomenon because outdoor an outdoor app, apparel is 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 like it's not only super comfortable clothing to wear uh, but I think that it has to do with with the with the bigger mega trend in in the well being and health kind of way of living so I think that translates pretty well and people have realized that when you're spending time more outdoors you're actually feeling well you're feeling happy and it's it's you know when you go back 10 years i would say that not many kids or teens or young people went went to any national park but nowadays it's super trendy people go there you know, they take, take photographs to their social media and everything. So it's it's actually something that people want to
3: show off. What do you think? Because trends, it's often like a definition of trends. It's often that it's a kind of a counter movement to what was before and so on, that trends come and go and so on. And it's very circular in, 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 in how it moves and so on. Uh, what do you think that the outdoor trend is a reaction to? Um good question
2: there might be many <laughs> many answers to that question but i think um if you go back like 10 years or 20 years i think people were trying to get as many products and as many stuff as possible and they thought very materialistic yeah, they thought that the more you have everything the better you are as a person um And although overconsumption is still a big problem, I think that there is a growing group of people who is actually buying less but buying better. So uh, I would say that outdoor is maybe uh, a counter movement to the so-called hyper-consumerism. And people have actually realized that you can be happier by just going into the woods than, let's say, buy a thousand toys. And play with them inside mm. your twenty square meter city apartment. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So I would say that, that that's at least for me and and many of my mm. friends. That's that's the answer.
3: Yeah, and it's I often think that it's very uh, that the the most of us live very abstract lives in the sense that the products that we make are very abstract. And, and uh, a lot of people, we work with services and no, like no physical products anymore. And uh, I think uh, a part of the human soul gets easily a bit lost yeah. uh, and and we are looking for ways to kind of uh, search for something that's solid and simple and easy and you can often find those things and experiences in the nature uh, that's what I think as well yeah and I think nowadays the world uh, and,
2: and I'm not talking about only the, the like professional <laughs> life that people are living but, but life in general is quite competitive and when mm-hmm. you're alone in the wilderness, you don't like actively envy your neighbors more expensive car or bigger apartment. But but, but <coughs> you can actually feel that you're quite okay as you are. You you mm-hmm. just you
3: know it's it's quite soothing. What kind of outdoors person are you?
2: Uh well I must say that out of five founding members, I may be the least outdoors because all, <laughs> because all the four are quite active. Like they are either fishermen or, or hikers or more or whatever. I'm myself. I like to do, do all kinds of like winter sports. I do snowboarding, uh, skiing, also some cross country skiing, but also some hiking. So, so I, w- I would say that I'm, let's say on the average side Side in terms of like volume, but I mostly like to do like sporting activities outside. But it's very rare that I go to the lapland for a week and and just okay, okay, wander
3: there. (laughs) You you let other people, you you let the mosquitoes feast on other people than yourself. (laughs) <laughs> you um formal formal Fridays really on the like balance between fashion and function um describe your typical customer is do they lean more to the fashion side or do they lean more to the function side or do they like to combine
2: do they lean more to the fashion or the function side I would say uh you know it's it's a funny funny thing because if you're looking for example if you're looking at our retailers we have Naturkompaniet in Sweden who sells obviously outdoor brands such as Fjällräven or Haglövs or or any of those outdoor brands but at the same time we have retailers for example in Italy who are selling brands like Prada, Gucci, Balenciaga, and all <laughs> those like high-end fashion brands. So it's a super and, and this is this is maybe what I'm most proud of: that our product is so super versatile that it, it can be sold at very different uh, retailers. Mm. And this means also that our customer base uh, is quite scattered. People are buying mm. Mainly from the function purposes, but there are also people who are buying for the fashion or the aesthetic purposes. So it's 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 really hard to say, but but I would say that our typical customer is is usually a person in their like thirties or forties, living quite quite an active lifestyle. Maybe knows about Merino wool before and the, and the benefits. Uh, is environmentally conscious. Um, and those are some of the attributes that I would I would say that our customers usually usually have.
3: A lot of a lot of customers wearing your t-shirts also have a Tesla on the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing yeah, here. That, that, that would be a fair <laughs> assumption. <laughs> um, what's part of like the Finnish soul do you want to build into your brand?
2: Hmm. Uh, well, I, I told you already about the the that Finland is quite well known for, for its like engineering and technical expertise in many fields. So I guess so I guess that we are quite a typical Finnish company in a sense that we are really that we really want the product to be extremely good so that it almost mm. speaks for itself. Uh, so maybe that's a part of the Finnish like soul or mentality mm. that I, I would like to build into our brand. And that's actually why we also have quite a lot of technical jargon and details and like techie, techie <laughs> aesthetics in our brand visuals, just highlighting uh, our focus on the, product development
3: no no bullshit no, no just bullshit. Uh,
2: straight straight up straight yeah, up straight quality <laughs> and you know that's that's not <laughs> always super sexy but but that's at least it's super honest um
3: so hey we didn't we didn't talk about the materials like where do they come from where the fabric is from and where it, the t-shirts are like uh, stitched and made
2: yeah uh our production is in Lithuania, and we source the wool from New Zealand. And the mm-hmm. wool is, is made into fabric in, in northern Italy. Yeah. But as I said, uh, as a brand, we are focused on, on developing only the t-shirt. So we're currently working only with, with jersey fabrics uh, and decided to use 100% merino wool as the raw material. But to be more specific about the raw material, we are using only 17.5 micron using free merino wool. So it's super fine, doesn't eat your skin at all. Animals have been treated fairly. Uh, so it's a, it's a really conscious choice for the customer also. But anyways, the wool fiber is is spun into yarn with, with a so-called uh, high density spinning technology by our Italian subcontractor. And what the technology means is basically that the yarn itself is super dense uh, uh, and it's packed with more wool fibers. So that mm-hmm. results in a very durable fabric, and that's that's one of the like one of the unique selling points, I would
3: say our our product. So there's like a lot of threads for every square centimeter sort exactly. of exactly. It's not mm. bulletproof, but it's close. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel bulletproof. <laughs> um, so what lies ahead for the for the for the one product company?
2: Uh, we are actually quite happy what we're doing right now and, and there is no plans to broaden our product portfolio anytime soon. Uh, at the same time i must say that it might be like coming in a few years but now we're super happy what we're doing and, and we still feel that there's a lot of work to be done with work, what, with, with, with this t-shirt concept but anyways global expand, expansion and world domination and bringing
3: joy to of course, the simple stuff, the simple stuff. Anything else you would like to add about the brand and how people can, can find you and so on? I will, of course, link... On my webpage and so on, to Instagram accounts and your web web page and web shop and everything. So, uh, uh, is, is is there anything else you would like to add?
2: Uh, well, if if you want to get to know more about the brand of of course the website and our social media channels, especially Instagram is is one of the best ways. And uh, I don't know, maybe your listeners are mostly coming out of Sweden, right?
3: Yes, Sweden and Norway. So, so yeah. if
2: if you want to. If you want to really truly feel the feel the product, I recommend going to Natur Company stores and um, asking from there because that's the most mm-hmm. convenient way for you to get one of our T-shirts. Uh, actually, actually try it. So that's my recommendation you, to all the
3: Swedish people. <laughs> try it. Try it if you dare. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you so much for for taking your time to do this oh it
2: was super fun take care, take care. thanks bye
1: ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkled down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door Go to bluenile.com and use promo code Listen to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. That's code Listen at bluenile.com for fifty dollars off. bluenile.com code Listen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus.
3: Är ni nu nyfikna på tröjorna från Formal Friday så finns de på Naturkompaniet. Nästa varumärke tillverkar, precis som Formal Friday, endast en produkt. Med hela sin produktion lagd i Finland så gör Tarvas Footwear en rejäl sko för skog och stad. I Sverige finns Tarvas på NK Sport och Nitty Gritty- Och i Finland, då finns de även på Naturkompaniets finska systerbolag Partio uh,
0: So my name is Jukka Lehtinen and I'm one of the founders of Tarvas, which is a Finnish footwear brand. And uh, yeah, we were established in 2017 and been, well we're closing our third anniversary which is in December. And uh, yeah, Born in Switzerland, but uh, lived almost all my life here in Finland. Now I'm based in Turku. Uh,
3: being born in, in Switzerland, does that uh, come with kind of a, a certain relationship to mountains or so on?
0: Honestly, no, not at all. No, my <laughs> father went to study there in the 60s, okay. stayed there for 20 years, and uh, went my older brother was in uh, approaching school time so they decided to it's now it's now, it's now or never to return to finland so um, not more mountains involved in <laughs> uh what's the
3: what's behind the br- first of all um, as a swede uh, the, 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 the the name um, tarvas doesn't really say much at all Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so could you could you tell us something about the the name of the brand and also the the elevator pitch for the brand sort of kind of a short description of what you're doing
0: yeah well we uh we were kind of tired of the framework of how most of the fun uh, the footwear brands in the industry run their business uh we had all been working. So when I talk about we, it's the founders, me, Harry, and Becca, and we had many years uh, experience working at, at international footwear companies like Nike and New Balance and Carho and so on. And most of the cases, we saw that there's uh, there's kind of a, a old school way of, of doing the business, which means that you source the materials somewhere where you can get them quite cheap and um, and also do the production far east. And usually you have a really, really big collection, <clears throat> which is probably not really t- thought through the best way. So we wanted to do our, I would say, ideal version of a footwear brand, which means that we don't have dozens of footwear models. We we uh, we just la- we actually launched Tarvas with only one single model. And we didn't involve third parties to do the sourcing of the raw materials from different parts of the world. We source everything ourselves from Europe. And lastly, we didn't move the production overseas either. So Tarvas is being produced close close to home here in Finland. And we are always taking part in the production, so that's that's kind of how we wanted to do our our own little brand. But the reason why we started to think about uh, Tarvas in the first place that was probably eight years ago, and uh, we, we were just walking in Helsinki when when in November when there was a lot of slush and snow on the ground, and our sneakers were getting really wet and our socks, socks as well. And uh, we, of course, could go to a outdoor store and buy some new Gore-Tex high tops from well, many brands. But we saw the need to uh, uh, for a new kind of silhouette, which is stylish, but still functional. So that's that's when we started working on the first prototypes. In our basement workshop in Helsinki, that was a long elevator pitch, by the way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's it's uh, you can only use it in the what's it called the Burj Khalifa, the world's tallest building. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I mean. I'm thinking. I'm comparing uh, quite a bit with with Formal Friday, uh, mm. the other Finnish brand, uh, which is in this episode. Uh, in 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 both in the sense that it's kind of a one product brand so mm. far, uh, yeah. but also that it's 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 kind of living in the in the like in the balance between fashion and outdoor. Am I right? Like function and fashion.
0: Yeah, you're one hundred percent correct. I think uh, we have one foot on the trail and the other in the city, so to speak. So um, um, we like to talk about kind of low tech stuff at Darvas. So it's not definitely not high tech in a sense that uh, we use mostly natural materials like natural rubber on the soles and real leather on the uppers mostly. Mm -hmm. And um, so you can you can really uh, reach really nice functioning shoes with with uh, natural materials. So that's that was our way to go. And um, so far, in terms of our distribution as well, we are in outdoor stores like Partiaita here in Finland and some others overseas, but. Uh, on, at the same time, we are also at some lifestyle and fashion boutiques. So yeah, yeah there's, we, there's we, a balance we were, for sure.
3: We were we were talking uh, prior to this recording. What we we're talking about here in Stockholm, uh, you, uh, you 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 are represented at the NK Sport mm. and uh, Nitty Gritty, and and both are kind of uh, high end fashion streetwear. Uh, type of, of stores, I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're um, correct. You're you're right about that. Uh, I think NK NK is ba- basically maybe a bit more about performance as well yeah, and true. sports, of course. But but sometimes they are overlapping. You know, nowadays uh, NK mm-hmm. is selling platinum and and Snow Peak and Ride right Cake motorcycles and yeah. Mitty Kriti is selling. Stone Island and quite the music as well. So
3: and snow snow peaking as well. True. Yeah. Yeah. That,
0: that's right.
3: <laughs> uh, we will. We might. We might return actually to that phenomenon, but uh, just with, with um, we we're talking about the fi- the founders of of Tarvas. Um hmm. Is is that um, does that say something about the people who who you do this with? Like the are you. Do you do you guys also have one foot on the trail and one foot in the city?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I was I, I have I grew up in a in a small village in the southwest of Finland and and um, I spent a lot of time at our summer house where we don't still don't have electricity or running water, and um, I think. Uh, same applies to Pekka and Harry as well. Pekka is from the Arctic Circle in Lapland, and Harry is from the suburbs of Helsinki. But all like like in in Sweden as well. You know, the the forest, the nearest forest is, I think, always within one kilometer more or, mm-hmm. or less. So, <laughs> so we are we are really uh, grown up into that kind of atmosphere, and I think it it also yeah you can see it with the outcome of tarvas um uh, I,
3: I i mean i guess that in finland as just as in sweden there like over the last couple of years we've seen a kind of a the outdoor becomes increasingly increasingly trendy again mhm uh and and uh, more and more are into kind of reconnecting to nature in different different types of ways some some more successful than others mm-hmm. uh, but but like why do you uh why do you think uh that is
0: uh well i guess there are always kind of um how would you say for the big mega trends there are always counter trends so of course, with the growing digitalization and, and the social media and everything. I think uh, some people really get into that, but there's all, always the other other side of things. And I think more and more and more people are kind of acknowledging how their mind and body react to this kind of lifestyle. So and maybe also because of the current pandemic that we have and, and people have been forced to maybe be more uh, out or be more with themselves and kind of travel so much and spend uh, or live the kind of lifestyle that they have been used to. So maybe at least here in Finland, we have only through that we have a lot of new people seen on the trails and on, in the forest and in the mountains
3: uh have you already seen a, a change in in, in uh, f- uh, footwear sales
0: <laughs> well uh i wouldn't say so yet but uh especially because we we don't even have our own web store yet up and running we have so far um, kind of relied on on really good uh, partners retail partners around the world so our kind of uh, uh, reaction or feedback comes through the, uh, through, the, through the retailers. So that's always a bit delayed. Yeah. But I'm sure uh, with the retailers I've, that I've been talking with, they have, they have seen more and more sales on that, these kind of products and brands as well.
3: People are eager to go out on the trail and uh, create mm. new images for Instagram. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean.
3: Um, uh, could you both both descri- first of all describe the if you would describe the since this is an uh, audio media? Mm. Uh, could you like describe the uh, the shoe? Uh, Yeah, and and then I will want you to describe the customer. So so shoe first and customer second. (laughs) The typical customer for (laughs) that.
0: Okay, so the shoe is a low top uh, shoe. It's uh, it is sitting on top of a natural rubber sole. So natural rubber is is uh, it has really good qualities. it it performs well in uh, different kind of temperatures. For example, the tires of most airplanes are made from natural rubber. So they perform when they are 10 kilometers high in the freezing cold temperatures and in 10 minutes they are down and and landing at plus 30 degrees. So that says a lot about the material. so we have the natural rubber sole in each of our shoes, and which has a really good grip. Then we have um, uh, a
3: quick, quick question yeah. on the a quick question on the sole. Yeah, is it is it replaceable?
0: It is. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
0: we uh, actually we just I think it was last month or the one, on the uh, one month prior we did a test with one customer that had. Bought the Tarvas some years ago maybe two years ago and he had uh, uh, some wear on the outsole so we tried to try to replace the sole or resole as they call and yeah it, it worked well so that's something that we will also uh, bring to market as a service for, for our mm-hmm. shoes because I think it's important um Important uh, for for the long, longevity of yeah, our products,
3: yeah. because that's always the uh, it, it's so boring with like sneakers, for instance, because it's it's virtually impossible to kind of resell them. Mm-hmm. But with uh, with boots, it's hiking boots and so on. It's much easier depending on the design, and and yeah. uh, so I would say that 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 is a very strong like uh, it should be very important when you invest invest in shoes. It's like yeah. It's everything re- replaceable, so that's uh, kudos. Good work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Um, yeah. Then moving on to the upper of the shoe, uh, it's a uh, low cut, so meaning it's not a high top uh, hiking shoe, but it's a uh, it's a low cut silhouette, uh, really minimalistic. There is one piece leather upper going around, going around the your feet. And uh, we have also full leather lining all the way through. And the leather is infused with uh, oils in the drums where they are producing the leather. So it's kind of uh, has natural water repellent qualities. And what's pretty distinct for Tarvas in terms of uh, aesthetics is the mud guard which also goes three hundred degrees sixty degrees around around the shoe. So the mud guard is of course giving more protection for your feet for from mud or dirt or Mm. other other ingredients
3: yeah but like walk like for instance like walking through a puddle of slush and and water as you do quite often in stockholm and both in both in stockholm and in Helsinki, i guess like uh, wintertime for instance you don't need a gore-tex shoe for that no 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 Uh, a a mud guard plus uh, like uh, what you said like wax and oil and stuff on, on leather it works good enough
0: yeah, yeah, it mm-hmm. definitely is enough for, for these kind of conditions, and um, yeah, that's it. And the mudguard is, uh, if we go back to materials, the mudguard is a rubberized canvas, oh, yeah. Yeah. and um, and then we have insoles, which have, uh, also has a leather surface. Pretty pretty convenient insoles. And that's it. And then yeah, the materials are also sourced from Europe. We use some leather tanneries from Finland, Sweden, Germany, Italy. And the, uh, the soles are coming from Italy as well. And the shoelaces from Estonia and Germany. And am I forgetting something? No, that's it, and the, yeah, the manufacturing all happens here in here in Finland.
3: Uh, but you, you're not going for the also well-known Vibram soles,
0: uh, at least yet. No, we are. Uh, we actually developed our own sole mode, which is unique to us. So um, we we kind of wanted our Choose to have our, you know, signature look. So, it, you do, if you go to Vibram, you might have many other brands who are also using right. that sole. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but we, mm-hmm. we, because we have only one model as as of now, mm-hmm. we wanted it to be really distinct. So, that's that's the reason. Um, I
3: mean, we we we've already kind of touched upon the uh your typical uh customer the customer to to thought of us because well since you you, you operate in both fashion and function so that kind of uh answers that question but mm. but could could you instead perhaps describe uh uh how you see people using the shoes like um what kind of scenes what kind of uh activities or or if you would try to convince someone that they should try them on
0: yeah i mean the good thing with Tarvas is because well if you haven't seen the shoes yet and my uh, description was not clear enough to give you the (laughs) the better understanding in your head but then go and have a look on our uh, website or instagram and you can see that it's pretty minimalistic and also through that it's it goes well with different kind of outfits and setups and because it's multifunctional you can also wear it in multiple different occasions. So we have seen our shoes on the red carpet here in in Finland and but I would say that's not what we're intending it to be used for but Mm. but I think most of the most of the users who wear our shoes are using it for um, Maybe walking the dog outside or going for a short short uh, uh, um, walk in the nature mm. or just in the city use so i mean I think it's a it's a perfect everyday shoe for you because you don't need to worry too much about the weather and it looks good, so you can use it in the city and in the you know basically in in various different uh, conditions and and situations.
3: Durable and versatile.
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Um, How would you describe the Finnish outdoor scene when it comes to entrepreneurs and outdoor fashion and so on?
0: Uh, It's interesting because now we have, I think, during the last few years, we have uh, more and more startups popping up. So... Mm -hmm. There are like sock brands or headwear brands or, like you told me about this new. I don't know if it's new brand, but the snowboard brand. So mm-hmm. there are there are interesting things happening, and uh, of course there are some some of the bigger and 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 more established players in in the Finnish market. But uh, it's it's good to see that there are things happening also with the new new scene and there are also i think our local local retailers and the chains that are are selling the outdoor equipment and clothing and shoes they they have switched more towards supporting these young young and up and coming mm-hmm. brands so that's i think that's super super good and i guess uh, that that's because there are more and more consumers who are demanding that so
3: yeah, uh, and that's something that I've been thinking on. That uh, it seems like kind of the outdoor industry, uh, it's it's quite patriotic. Um, yeah, like you, you tend to, as a customer, you tend to gravitate towards local brands and local. And by local, I mean uh, like uh, me as a Swede. I look first and foremost to the Swedish brands, mm-hmm. often, and I don't know if it's just successful marketing and and. Um, uh f- f- from the companies but it's like you know it's oh, this brand is uh, they develop products that's uh, uh it's it's uh, developed in the same climate and uh, uh whether uh, that i will spend my days and so on so it's uh mm-hmm. but, but what are your thoughts on that do you think that's um lies some truth in that
0: i think so yeah um I don't know. I haven't seen any research about that topic, but I can definitely relate to your your uh, train of thought there. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I'm don't. I don't, I'm not sure, but I think it also has some uh, resonance to, well, I would say like this, that if you're a Swede, you, you are maybe a bit more patriotic consumer than a Finn, for example. I
3: yeah.
0: I would... Argue mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. maybe because you have longer tradition and maybe stronger brands as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's good to see that uh, yeah they're also also we're getting some recognition in Sweden like you said in ethnic degree and in K now and and, and I the,
3: think and the yeah. husky the husky podcast and so exactly, on exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. and and maybe that that ultimately goes or comes down to what is local that kind yeah. of question if it's if you have if you think local as nordic or yeah. maybe, you know at some point it can be also baltics or i don't know yeah. that's that's a good question
3: because i mean from a sales perspective it's kind of con- con- counterproductive in a way that uh, i mean both sweden and finland and maybe especially finland because you have even smaller population than, mm. than sweden so the domestic market is quite small and yeah. if you aim to 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 go for just for the the outdoor people of a already quite small domestic market it's mm-hmm. you're not making it easy for yourself
0: no and uh, especially if you like to produce <sighs> in finland with european materials so then of course the price tag is also yeah. a bit higher yeah. and that might be a limitation to mm. a big big chunk of those local outdoorsy people mm. here in finland or in mm. sweden or elsewhere
3: but is that a big challenge for for the tarvas and the rest of, like your your fellow outdoor entrepreneurs
0: um i don't know i think I think there is definitely market for for our kind of product and, and similar brands to us, and I think also, of course, you you are well aware of of the of the kind of uh, switch that has been happening in the industry and with all the um, talk about the sustainability and mm-hmm. the climate change and stuff stuff. So. I think there there are more and more new consumers entering our kind of segment, which means that there are mm-hmm. there's more 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 people eyeing on brands that are, I would say, maybe a bit more sustainable than some others.
3: Yeah, and I mean sustainable in two two uh, definitions, because I guess that if I would buy a, a pair of shoes from Tarvas, would I, I would hopefully be able to use them for. I don't know ten years mm-hmm. especially if you can if I can resold them I mean yeah. I have a pair of uh, red wings boots that mm. I wear of course I only wear them like autumn and winter time and but it's it's soon it's soon gonna be like seven years or something yeah something since I bought them and they look brand new I mean I uh, shine them up and so on clean them and shine them up and you know it's really yeah. like Add like once a year, I put on new laces, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, just by doing that, they look brand new, yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing the thought behind Tarvas is the same thing, so yeah. that makes more sense than buying a new pair of uh, I don't know, big, big brand uh, hiking like shoes or or whatever, yeah. like every year, yeah. You're
0: yes. definitely correct with that, yeah, and and. Well, of course, the consumer has to do their part in this as well, which means that they need to once, maybe once a year, do the kind of uh, cleaning and, and maintaining the upper leather and putting, maybe cleaning it up a little bit, and and or maybe use use them or go go and visit the local repair shop and, and yeah. we resell and them or them. something yeah exactly <laughs> so uh, yeah that's true
3: um, so, so what lies ahead I mean uh, for how long do you plan to be a one product brand
0: uh, well it's a good question but which I'm not sure what the right answer is but we, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because we it took us maybe i don't know five six years to launch the first product mm-hmm. and we did a lot of trial and error and testing and um, different kind of prototypes because we had the in Helsinki we have the workshop so we can hand make prototypes and test them so that's really handy for us mm-hmm. so during our short lifespan in the marketplace, we have been uh, doing some side designs and new prototypes and stuff. So I hope one of them will eventually come out as the, se- the next, next model for Tarvas. But we mm-hmm. don't have, have uh, our business relying on that, that scenario.
3: Uh do you have any like have you done any collabs or do you plan any collabs? Is that a is that a interesting way to to kind of try out uh, new markets and so on, new products?
0: Yeah, we actually we did our we have done two collabs. Uh so the first one was released last year in July with and that was with uh Japanese US uh menswear brand called Engineered Garments. Hmm which uh, which is kind of a cult brand among their own uh, genre, which is more of leaning towards fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, with them, we did three, three uh, versions of the Explorer model. And, and uh, then this year, we did one with Tanner Goods, which is a Portland-based leather goods brand. So they do mm-hmm. all kinds of Really high quality, made in US leather goods like wallets and belts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And with them, we uh, wanted to kind of bring our worlds together. So we used their leather in our shoes.
3: Okay, and I'm also guessing that from a market and sales perspective, the, the Portland area is kind of interesting and a very interesting hub for you guys to kind oh, yeah. of, uh, yeah, yeah, be known.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know now. Now the whole no, West it's a, is, no. is, is really berserk and on fire. But mm. but yeah, that's that's the mm. kind of natural thing to think about. If you think about US, then Portland would be suitable for our kind of brand because of the surroundings and the mindset of people.
3: Um, to finish off. Um, how would you what would you recommend like for someone who because I've actually I've never been to Finland myself mm. which is which is really a shame mm-hmm. uh, but I do like the outdoors and stuff like if you would if you would uh, recommend me or someone else like to kind of discover this is like Finnish outdoor for you what would you what would you recommend Mm,
0: that's a really good question I think in Finland we have three pretty unique uh, places one is the Turku archipelago Uh, but then you probably are into more kind of uh, sailing and being in the boat or then discovering it by bicycle or stuff and then uh, of course the Lapland which is well filled with nothing but awesome nature. Uh, it's a bit different than the Swedish northern northern Sweden. Be- because,
3: because it's flatter.
0: It's a bit flatter, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely something to discover. And there are some really, really remote places, depending what you're after. Of course, you can go, go skiing or snowboarding or mm-hmm. just cross country or whatever, but there's... Enough space and, and, yeah. and surroundings to do all kinds of stuff.
3: And I've, that, seen, I've seen yeah. good, nice things about the Saima.
0: Yeah, the third one was gonna be Saima. Okay, okay, so you, okay. you can tell the audience about Saima. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, a, f- a friend of mine, Mikko, Mr. Mikko, Mikko okay. Nikkinen, a, f- a photographer, he uh, he has done a, a very beautiful book mm. about uh, Lake Saima.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty unique place as well. So, that's uh, they have well, actually, we I, I was just camping out or uh, camping in in Saima this summer mm. for a couple of nights, and it was just incredibly peaceful, and quiet, and beautiful. There are, yeah, so
3: so Saima is one of the Instagram capitals of the Finnish outdoor world.
0: <laughs> if not before this podcast then. yeah <laughs> now now it's leaked outside so <laughs>
3: the secret is out
0: yeah the secret is out uh
3: but hey thank you so much for for taking your time and uh is there anything you would like to add about uh about uh about tarvas or about life in general
0: uh, yeah thanks for having me i think uh I think now it's a good time for checking what we have have uh, coming up for for the Swedish market as well. Mm -hmm. So you can find our shoes slowly here and there. So please, please go and try them on. No need to. You can judge the stuff by yourself, but I'm pretty sure people are impressed when they feel the shoe around their feet and and Mm -hmm. just. I urge people to just be comfortable at the current situation and and live, live what they have and just spend more slow and simple lifestyle. Sounds good. Yeah. Take care. Thank
3: you. kommer ni tre andra finska varumärken. Fauna Snowboards, Pelago Bicycles och Sugar Daddy's Honey Company. Podcasten Husky finns även på Instagram och på Facebook. Husky spelas in med stöd från naturkompaniet. Musiken görs av Joel Mull.